Up, Are you going to join us on this, Charlotte? Like, she refuses uh, to. Look, I mean, I'll let you know next week. Long-term guests need to start to step up their yeah, game. You need, to, you need to get on board, y'all. Okay. Yeah, so You're part question, of the team now. Question my dedication to the anime I podcast. I am starting to question I'm it I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Next week. Next week. She will welcome All in. you. All I in. Welcome you. But we welcome you. We welcome Charlotte. Hello, back I'm back. After popular so I'm I'm good. I'm good. Ready to talk about some anime. Yes. Yes. So this week we're going to talk about the uh, age demographic referring to seinen, which is to men aged 18 to 40-ish around there, basically adult men. And I'm going to hit three up, which I think is my favorite, because this is my favorite anime almost always seinen. Funny that it's the one that's actually (laughs) aimed at me. So strange. It's real weird. I don't know how that happened, but say, look, the world world works in mysterious (laughs) ways, you know, and I'm I'm just a, a passenger on the on the river of life. I've sort of decided to go with three similar genres in within Seinen uh, this week. Uh, I guess they're kind of thriller-esque, slightly sci-fi-ish things. Well, two are, and the other one's much more of a, um, a drama. But I thought I'd lump two in there, which, which kind of share the same style in a way. So... Seinen, unlike Shonen, tends to have much more mature themes. Some of them are based very much in realism. One of the ones we're talking about today is extremely realistic. The other two are much more high-concept, sci-fi, action-based thrillers. So, Brett, you, my friend, have been watching a little show, which I'm sure a lot of people must have heard of or at least seen, Death Note. I have been, yeah, and I actually did it this week. <laughs> we're, we're already ahead. Someone, some might remember that I um, didn't bring much to the table during our last session. It's okay. It's okay. You brought yourself. That's all that matters. I guess so. Yeah. That's all that matters. Um, so, yeah, Death Note, man. Look, um, I've been. This has been on the list for a little while from from yourself and other people because oh, yes. it has been pretty popular around the world. It's a big gateway. This is a big gateway anime. Yeah, and it it seems, it's funny because, you know, we are starting to talk to our friends and peers and this does seem to be the one that a lot of them uh, share with the world having watched it. Yeah. And I think a big part of that was because it was on Netflix. Yeah, it was for a long time. And was dubbed in many, many languages as well. Yes. Yeah. So I finally managed to actually watch it. I was trying to find a little illegal way to watch it online. And now <laughs> I've uh, succumbed to Anime Lab as well. All right. So that's cool. Like, yeah, just flicking through that and going, oh, wow, what have I got myself into yeah. here? It's a dense well, world, um, my friend. I mean, I'm... gateways opening. <laughs> for every... and, and I should just reiterate, like, I, am, I have seen a few things when I was a kid. So I've seen a few movies, blah, blah, blah. You know, I say the same thing every week, but I really am starting to understand how big this world is and how oh, much yeah. content there is. Outrageous. It's only getting more and more, it's only getting bigger and bigger as well. Every season there seems to be more and more shows. Wow. So yeah, it's really, it's really ramping up. Which is scary as well, because it's like anybody who wants to get into it or has seen something, it is quite daunting. So very intimidating. I want to just make sure we keep that um, And there's a lot of garbage. Um, yeah. We got it we re- like we we really can try to focus people in on the right right that's, stuff with this. That's the plan. Yeah. That's the plan. Why we're here. And a big big part of it is is like, yeah, what I'm going to talk about with Death Note is like what what are some of the most popular shows out there from, you know, various networks, HBO and AMC and FX even. FX, like there are so many shows that that have a similar kind of um you would have seen and love and Death Note is a great 
great parallel into that. So I'll get into that um, in a little while. But Death Note's essentially about this Death Note book that gets dropped by a Shinigami spirit or god. He's a death, death god. god. He's like a grim reaper. People will know Death Note just from that image because it, it's always... It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And a lot of, lot of people wear it on shirts and it was the main image when it was on Netflix as well. Yes. So, yeah. I bought one in high school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's very. Oh, you, you've got yeah. Like an actual. I was like, I should use this as a diary just in case. Oh, Pretty I mean, synonymous of being an edge lord, really. You know. Oh, you. Here you, I am. It's like the it's like the crow. He, yeah, he, yeah. He's yeah. very yeah. crow-ish. Oh, isn't totally. He? totally. It's yeah. Whole aesthetic. I can so, imagine a lot of people dressing up as a at a oh, he gets Halloween party quite a bit. Yeah, he's a, he's a convention mainstay. So this notebook falls in the lap of this young kid, uh, Light, and. He just so happens to be the son of the police chief and in Japan. In Japan. And he goes about starting to write people's names in this uh, death note book and killing them off. But he decides to focus on criminals because he has this deep drive to cleanse the world and be a god. Yes. Be mm-hmm. like. He's also a hyper genius too. And that's what makes this show so phenomenal yes. is the intelligence level and the battle of wits that yes. he has with his nemesis L who is the detective uh, trying to find him trying to find him and and like the United Nations has used this guy L in the past to solve like murders and serial killers all over the world and he's a genius too I won't go into like who this guy is too light again a Japanese playing with this like parallel name thing with their characters, Yuri yes, and Yuri, yes. Light and L. You mentioned something last week, I think. Nana. Nana. That's right, Nana. There was a couple of yeah, weeks sorry, ago. Yeah, sorry, I totally yeah. freaked out. Yes. <laughs> what happened? So there's this odd theme there as well. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm only 10 episodes into Death Note, but I'm loving it. It's very, very interesting. And, of course, just so for context, how the Death Note works is there is a separate world of Shinigami or Death Gods, and these these cre- these entities appear a lot in anime in all across well, this is a, this is something I remember from Japanese class in year eight when mm. I did like language studies when we were studying Shinto, and yes. they were introduced by Christian ideals. They're not a, they're not a deep folklore, but in the last few hundred years, the the death god has you know worked its way into Japanese. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, right. history. Yeah, I've been rewatching the show as well just so I can brush up, even though I don't need to because I've seen it like yearly since it came out in two thousand and seven. <laughs> I've been showing my partner though recently, who's never seen it before, and he was making some good points because it take it takes. You were saying it takes a bit of time to get into this one. You were saying yeah, just before we started the session, I was saying it, it reminded me a little bit of Breaking Bad. Not look, it it has some pretty similar parallels to Breaking Bad, but Breaking Bad, it took me personally about six, seven episodes mm-hmm. of that to get right into it. It was the same with this, but 10 episodes yeah. in, and uh, I watched yeah. the tennis match. Oh, oh mate. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man, I'd always do this. I was always like, I watched three or four before I come here, and I'm like, far out. Do I really have to do the podcast? Can't <laughs> just stay home and... Uh, crack a bottle of wine and <laughs> smash Death Note. I think in terms of Death Note's aesthetic and style, as we kind of touched on that briefly, and the fact that it came out in 2007, I feel like it, even if you weren't nostalgic for watching Death Note, I think that because it came from a style that was so kind of like iconically emo. Oh, yeah. And I like the Big music. Time. The theme song is like full oh, emo. Full There's emo, just like screamo metal stuff. Oh, yeah. and it's, it's a bit of a kind of almost like a time capsule of that yeah, time because you're totally. kind of just like, and I got defensive. My partner was saying this and I was like, 
no, it's cool. He's like, it's not <laughs> anymore. But it is because it's like a throwback and it's so kind of encapsulated in that. So I don't know. If you're kind of wanting to revisit your 2007 angsty years, it's a good one. And also just – and what's going to be interesting is the three animes that we're talking about today all have a cat and mouse dynamic. Yes, they do. It's all mm. someone chasing a bad guy, a play, like a battle of the wits, like who Nemesis is going to – conflict. And it's just really exciting because that's hard. And this one is um, – I mean, we've – Okay, without saying too much about it, it's a that's the hardest thing with this show is like we don't want to give away too much. We don't want to like give the full plot no. structure and then say what should we want to just like try to want to bait the hook enough to bait, get you in. Yeah, without so, ruining it for you. so we apologize if we give you a lot of aloof information and we're yes. seemingly excited. <laughs> um, but I mean, this one's like a chess game. Like Very it's like, much so. it's like oh, a yeah. battle of intelligence yes so but they're playing like the pawns of people's lives yes Mm -hmm. and they use people's lives against each other with the detective baiting uh the guy to write these names in the book so there's this great balance of morality oh yes and the moral philosophical connotations the thing is both of them have a really clear moral compass that they stick to in terms of what they want out of life but then they're very happy to find gray areas along the way oh yeah and a lot of people will argue Exactly. Which one yeah. is justice? Exactly That's right. A lot of people will have, you know, will Stan L or Stan Light uh, very heavily. And of course, I'm an L man through and through myself. It's but pretty hard to be Team Kira. You'd be surprised how many people are. I know, but it's kind of like Edge the Lords. longer it goes on, you're kind of like, wow. <laughs> you, you but, you know, so then so again, bad. it's kind of hard to be Team. I think the whole point is that the justice system is broken in any way. Yes. yes. Like there's no... Oh, they get into that straight away. Yeah. And, yes, yes, and they do. one thing I've noticed so far, and maybe this will change, it really doesn't won't hasn't deterred me but they don't really justify kira's actions straight off the bat maybe no. that'll come mm-hmm. it's sort of that is what it is and this is what i want and now i just need to get away with it yes and he does very well the cat and mouse thing is, is really the whole crux of the whole show but just to give you a little bit of context the death note works in that you have to see the person's face you have to have the person's face in your head and you have to have their full name and you can write in the death note and you can write their cause of death and time of it, if you will. But if you just write their name and have the image of their face, they will die of a heart attack at a pre- predetermined time later. Mm-hmm. So so this is an was this a manga? Yes. Yes. So, so who's a manga? I, no, I, I, I don't think I mentioned it. was a Sugumi Oba. Yeah. I don't think I mentioned it during um during Attack on Titan, but like there seems to be this like mid episode stop where they give you information always too yes, quickly. I have yes, to pause it and read yes. it. The rules uh, of the death note. The, and it's 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 exposition in a lot yes, of ways. Yes. There's a lot of rules to it. There's a lot of rules to the death note. There's a there's a, and the same with the attack on Titan. There's a lot of uh, technology and I guess uh, political structures mm, that you need world to building. that that yeah. do help you and would help you know, you would get all of that in the manga, but yeah, it's a cool. Thing. I, a little, I, a little card flashes up at the midpoint of an episode, and then I love it. I think yeah. it's like a little intermission, you know, going to coffee. Mm. They're so lucky as well with Death Note that the exposition doesn't feel as clunky as it could be because of lights learning how to use it as well from yes, the death. So, like, he's reading the instructions, whereas, like, things like and yeah. teaching the Shinigami, yeah, a couple yeah. of things learning along off the way. each other, yeah, yeah. yeah. figure out that there's, yeah, it's actually, it's yeah, very good, it's really good. I'm you excited definitely check to go back. And yeah. I should mention too, the Shinigami is there because he's bored, correct? Yep. They're both, he's bored, yeah. just quite interested in seeing what this godlike power uh, would do in the hands of a human, yeah. He drops and it into the world to entertain himself, and he, it feels it feels like he chose the right, like a pretty interesting human, Found the right guy, yeah. yeah. Did he, <laughs> it, it, I don't think it's random, no, it's, I don't, I don't know yet, but. 
It's very um, cool. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing what you do when you finish it. I um I liked the the idea of when I remember I was watching a bunch of things at the time and the real cat and mouse thing came into play when I was watching Dexter. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. Dexter and Death Note. Very similar because it's kind of rare to actually follow an antagonistic protagonist. Yes. You know, like it's like actually your fault. He's genuinely pretty evil. Oh yeah, and he does some fucked up things. He justifies it himself and it might, obviously nothing, it's like not black and white. Everything's kind of gray area. But I kind of love that we get to follow the bad guy. And then also like kind of, you know, then you kind of end up sort of being kind of on his side just because you want to see him get away with this stuff that he's doing. Uh, yeah. Same as Dexter. I haven't like, even yeah. seen Dexter, but I had that on my list as like, yeah. if you've seen Dexter, you'll love this show. Yes. Yeah, it's really similar. Definitely. And that has this kind of ethereal theme, supernatural element to it. But but that's that's kind of more of a device than really mm. something to get lost in in terms of a fantasy world. Yeah. yeah. Um, just, to, just while we're on that, a few other things that you may have seen that kind of connect to after seeing the first few episodes of Death Note was The Fall. Anyone seen The Fall? Ah, yeah. The Fall, yes, Classic. very much. Yeah, yeah very, great show. Gillian Anderson, Anderson, the guy from the really handsome Fifty guy, Shades. Jamie Dornan, Jamie Dornan. About the only good thing he's ever done. Yeah, God. And what a career that. killer. Yeah. And he's, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's a serial killer and Gillian Anderson is on the, or Gillian Anderson is on uh, the hunt for him. Yeah, that is a good, that is a good parallel. Yeah, the, the other thing like Fargo. Fargo yep. is a bit more bumbly, but again, you sort of—it's that antagonist protagonist as well. Yes, yes. Lord uh, Malvo, God. I mean, is he even—is Light even an antihero? No, not really. Mm. I mean, yeah, kind of. Like it's I'm anti. I get confused on this stuff. I've had many conversations. Yeah, it's a, like it's he's a tough differentiation. Antagonist. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned Breaking Bad. I get it's just so, yeah, the fall course, into yeah. the abyss and moral justification of what yes. your actions are. Male pride as well as a bit yeah. Private, you know. I was going to say True Detective, but it's it's kind of one sided with True Detective. Yeah, but it is. What True Detective does have is the mis- is a kind of supernatural mystery. Yeah. No, it is definitely. It. I think it's a, that's a fair one as well. Yeah. Yeah. For into that sort Whether of that's stuff. Actually, supernatural or not, but yes, it, well, that's more. I think implied. if you're worried about anything kind of being supernatural not being your jam, I actually think Death Note surprisingly is quite subtle with its supernatural tendencies. It's sort of, as Absolutely. you were saying, it's more of a device. It's, it becomes more about the mind games that these two characters play with each other. Absolutely, and it's it. It would sound like it's going to be like horror themes or violent. It's not. Not no. at all. No. all. It's all mind games. The Death Note is just this power. Yeah. One power that he can wield in a. In only a subtle amount. Yeah, it has a lot of limitations ways. upon it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so psychological thriller. So that's psychological death note. And um, while, while we're on psychological thrillers, I'm going to transition into a show called Psycho Pass, which Charlotte, of course, you actually got me onto this. I did indeed. Enough, you saw that before I did. Yep. Uh, back in 2013, 12, yep. 13? Uh, yeah. 12. 12, yeah, end of 12. Yeah, absolutely fantastic show. So it's actually uh, not a man- not based off a manga, actually. It's an anime original uh, written by Gen Urobuchi, who's also the creator of Madoka Magica and Fate Zero. Wow. You believe, yeah. So pretty, and there was a, a whole bunch of them worked on the team to create this. So it's a bit of a mega team. No wonder it looks so beautiful. No wonder it looks phenomenal, Stunning. is phenomenal. But uh, it's actually also very heavily influenced by Blade Runner. So if you're into Blade Runner, any of that sort of stuff, that's that's the aesthetic borrows heavily like from film, that. Film noir, sci-fi. Yeah, it's got a real nice yeah. cyberpunk kind of thing. Yep. Minority Report, of course. It's definitely very Minority Report. Minority Report, well, basically, yeah, it's, it's similar story. Dangerously line. similar. <laughs> but, um, it's you like Minority Report, you like this anime adaptation. You like this adaptation of Minority Report. This is Psychopath. So it's set in a dystopian futuristic Japan where the Sybil system, a powerful network of psychometric scanners, actively measures the biometrics of its citizens' minds and mentalities using a cymatic scan scan of the brain and this assessment is called the psychopass which everyone possesses now when your psychopass becomes clouded your crime coefficient starts to move up and when it exceeds the accepted threshold 
the police are notified and dispatched, very much like minority reports. Yeah, I was going to say, it's what not, came first? It's, uh, well, it's more like it's minority, minority reports, <laughs> like they, they see it coming a fair way off, whereas this is happening in real time. So it's like, it's, yeah, as opposed to like... Once someone starts to feel like, you know, if they're getting super stressed, they get an alarm and they run off, they've got to stop the crime sort of while it's happening. Right. So, um, or you get taken in so you can have like re-education so you yeah. get your hue to be more clear. So then the side Minority of the, report always stop it. They yes, always stop it, but do they not always stop it in this world? No, no, sometimes, no, yeah. sometimes they're too late. Too late. It happens yeah. too far. The crime of passion is very hard to stop in this world because it just, you know, someone erupts and it's over. But basically the police of the Public Safety Bureau, uh, the inspectors, which are, are basically chosen because they have exceedingly clear psychopaths readings. So this world as well, the civil system basically reads everybody and actually attributes you jobs within society as well. So it's completely neural neural network stuff, which has pretty much taken over society. So Like that thing you did at high school, go to the... Uh, <laughs> What do they call it? Like you go in, do oh, you guys not do it? Oh, yes. No, you get the like the census type thing where they're like, you are going test to be a mechanic. Are you going to be a, yeah. a lawyer or whatever? Yeah, kind of like that. But imagine if it's actually scanning your brain. And yeah. then you're like, forced to do it. And There's forced no to do choice. it. There's no choice. Like yeah. everyone's sort of disseminated. It goes into a whole point about free will and all of this sort of really interesting stuff. But basically the inspectors are essentially like the clearest, most moral people in society because their psychopath readings are always incredibly clear. And they lead a group called the enforcers who are essentially latent criminals who do all the dirty work while pursuing the criminals. And all of these people are in possession of a weapon called the Dominator. And the Dominator, it looks like a really crazy futuristic like pistol thing, which you aim at somebody and it reads your psychopath's reading. And if you go past a certain level, it will stun you. But if you're past the point of no return, it will kill you. So like, they're kind of also like... Like Judge Dredd as well. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Very much so. In fact, Judge Dredd's another really good one to... Uh, it goes to Eliminator mode. Yeah, Eliminator mode. And it's... Yeah, eliminate target. And it's very, very violent. Grenade shot. Fire shot. So, I mean, the story follows this new rookie called uh, Kane Sunimori, who's this uh, inspector who's like kind of brand new to the job, clear-eyed, sort of very moralistic to begin with, doesn't you know, sort of sees the world in a bit of black and white. But she is paired with Shinya Kogami, who is a ex-inspector who is now an enforcer. Because what happened was he was chasing a crime and trying to find a serial killer. And during his chase of the serial killer, descended into latent criminality himself because he got so entangled in the crime yeah. that he wanted to kill this serial killer. As a result, his psychopath clouded and he could no longer be an inspector because he was yeah, a criminal. Yeah, because... Psychopaths is also like not necessarily like moral. It's more like if you're emotionally like it's, it's about having yes. like a, it's like that. It's so a thing is being out of be human. Yeah, and often way. what hap yeah. what happens is because people in this world are this isn't spoiling much, but people in this world are kind of like not used to seeing anything vaguely traumatic because crime is so controlled. So there's situations in which a victim will have stuff happening to them and they, their psychopaths will go so clouded and then they become criminals as well and yes. they have to take them in Fearing for their own life. they've had so much traumatic stuff and they don't know how to handle it. Oh, wow. So it's a thing where... Very grey. A lot of grey. Yeah, it's a lot of kind of like now they're so traumatized the, they might do this or that. Yeah, cool. It's a black and white system but that's where it's, the grey is what's fascinating yeah. about it. And the person they're chasing, or they're, they're, I won't spoil too much, but the, who is a brilliant, again, the whole thing cat is really... Mouse. Cat and mouse. <laughs> between Shinya Kagami and Mikishima who is one of my absolute favorite anime villain. villains of all time. Anyway, it's a fascinating world, like super really sci-fi, super interesting. Oh, look, I, you had me at sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> this one's on Netflix. This one's on Netflix, so oh, you can shit, watch it's it. On like, it's Get very into it, easy okay. to yeah, I'll just add it to the long, <laughs> you are long list. You are, I don't want to see you out for like a month. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, we're not having a drink at all. I, I just uh, Maybe we should do an update. <laughs> at what I'm actually watching at the moment. I I still want to finish Naruto. I said I would by the end of 
Yeah, you were, these I, sessions. That was I don't a, think that that's going to happen. That was a really that was, huge uh, call. As soon as you said it, I was like, I don't. Mate. All right. <laughs> I've still got Yuri on Ice to finish. I really want to finish that. I'm mm. only eight episodes into that. Death Note, I will absolutely finish. I'm really loving that. Attack on Titan, now I'm as far as you can get, mm -hmm. which is at least something. Yes. Oh, that's good. Further than me. And. Mm -hmm. And then you just, every week, you guys keep adding me, <laughs> adding on little things. I, I'm really interested in Fruit Basket. I'm really interested yeah. in, oh, we've got Haikyuu coming up as yeah, well. Which, oh, so, that, that'll get you. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm inundated, but like it, it's, yeah, it's great. It's, it's it, cool. like everybody watches a bunch of stuff at one any one time anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the one thing about anime is it is quite sessionable because they're shorter episodes. You're like yeah, 20, 20 minutes. minutes. So you're kind of like, by the time you've like, you know, filtered through the bloody intro and outro and like yeah, middle card, minutes. you're just like 15 minutes, smash it out. So, yeah. But there are episodes you don't want to miss anything as well. Like, especially in Death Note so far and oh, Attack on Titan, it's like there, there are so it. many dense reveals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say that Psychopass is actually probably one of the most easy to watch gateway because it is an anime original and not a manga adaptation. Mm. So it's actually made for TV in mind. Like, yes. the, the whole thing is kind of structured as opposed to being adapted. So I think that it's probably maybe the closest anime I've seen in recent years. It would be pretty easily straight up sci-fi. Mm. So, so, so if you were cool. if you were somebody like true crime or even detective crime, you would probably go for something like Death Note. But if you liked an Altered Carbon, yes. you yes, would go perfect. for... Straight up, you're straight into Psychopaths. Yeah, I mean, that's detective. Yeah, yeah essentially a Blade yeah. Runner, Blade Runner report, is a perfect example as well. Yeah, that's yeah, literally that's, what they modeled it on. Yeah, or uh, The Expanse cool. as well. Yep. To a yeah. degree, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very much so. Minority Report, yeah. All right, so I'm going to pivot now into a slightly different style. This, is, this one's much, much less in a high-concept world. It's still pretty high-concept, but it's all much more grounded in realism. And it's one of my favorite animes of all time. Now, this one is a little bit of a tougher sell, so I'm a little bit reticent to throw this in here. But I'm going to throw it in here because it's so different and because it'll appeal to a completely different group of people. So I want to I want to just try and cast the net wide here, you know? Warning, slow start. Very slow start to this show. But it will reward you. In fact, the one, the big thing I've likened it to is The Wire. So remember the first half of the first season of The Wire? The fuck was happening? Yeah. So boring. No clue. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, this is phenomenal. Yeah. Same with this show. Now, this is a show called Monster. It was created by Naoki Urasawa. We also made uh, Pluto, Master Keaton, 20th Century Boys, very prolific mangaka. Dr. Tenma is a brilliant young Japanese brain surgeon working in Dusseldorf, West Germany, during the Cold War. Tenma seemingly has everything going for him. He's engaged to the director of medicine's daughter, and his career is very much assured, and he is pretty much the brightest prospect in the country, as far as being a neurosurgeon is concerned. But then, of course, he suffers an ethical and existential crisis when he's forced by his soon-to-be father-in-law to abandon a surgery in practice to operate on a hospital donor. The patient who he then abandoned died, but he saved the donor's life. Probably he's terribly conflicted by this because, you know, he's a doctor first and foremost, but he's informed by his father-in-law that not all human lives are equal. His father-in-law, who is the head of the hospital, is just very much a business-minded doctor and is mm. all about profit and politics and rising to the top, right? After this, Temba's sort of very conflicted with himself, doesn't know what to do, but he thinks next time he's going to do the right thing. So then he seeks to sort of right his wrong. And then this massacre occurs, which brings in two young fraternal twins called Johan and Anna Liebert. So Johan's got a gunshot wound to the head, and Anna, who's almost in this like catatonic state, she's completely like paralyzed in shock and only mutter the words, please, please kill Please kill my brother. So Tem is about to be pulled out of surgery to operate on the mayor who comes in as well, who's also having an aneurysm. But this time, Tem refuses to leave the surgery 
and operates on the kid, saving his life, and the mayor dies. So Tenma now thinks he's done the right thing. He's all like, yes, I've finally committed myself to the Hippocratic Oath. I've done what I need to do. But instead of him being rewarded for this, he's essentially destroyed. His fiance leaves him, who is a very vacuous, the daughter of the director of medicine, who's a vacuous product of her father. And his father basically goes, I'm going to ruin your whole career. So after this, he's lamenting to the boy, this young boy who's lying still post-recovery in surgery, lamenting these men who have destroyed his career. And all of a sudden, the boy is, disappears from the hospital, his bed is empty, and the director of medicine and the man who's gonna re, who is going to replace Tenma are dead, murdered. Tenma is sort of semi-questioned about it, because of course there's vested interest in it, but gets away with it because he didn't do it. There's a big flash forward where in which Tenma's ostensibly got everything back on track. He's the director of neuroscience. He's, everything's going well. But then, of course, this man comes in who's in a terrified state, who ends up leading him to a man named Johan boy that he saved. So imagine that this boy essentially is the Antichrist. So what Temma did when he decided to save this boy was save the Antichrist, the man who is essentially pure evil incarnate. And basically from there, Tenma has to abandon everything because he gets framed for the crime of murdering his father-in-law and has to go on the run and right his wrong once again, where he decide he has to go on the great philosophical journey of do I kill Johan? Do I right the wrong that I made before? Goes through all this dense, incredible talk about, you know, post-Cold War Germany, uh, lots of experimentation on kids, super soldiers, all this kind of stuff. It's fascinating, in-depth character study of a philosophical choice, one choice which shaped your whole life and the, the beautiful meditation on unintended consequences and what they mean and how do you stand as a person and what are you willing to do to right a wrong that you've made, whether you intended to make it or not. It is absolutely mind-bendingly brilliant, but it's dense. It takes amazing. I mean, it took a, like I, I was. I listened to every word of that. Like, well done. Like, ex hooking me in because. It's hard to explain, but yeah, <laughs> like it seems like it. You need that kind of depth and dense inciting incident to even start watching it. It takes a while, yeah. It, and it's um, <laughs> and I'd say the actual pace of I have seen it as well. Yes, I, I yes. love Monster. I um, there's also in a, it's the adaptation. The manga is like I'm considered a masterpiece. Correct. That so is I think true. it like maybe it's sort of like a. One of those ones, obviously, you have more room to kind of uh, read. Sure. Or, like a yeah. Citizen Kane of anime. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this is like, we're back to Citizen Kane. Love him. Did we talk about Citizen Kane ever in this We movie? actually haven't yet. Oh, my God. I just did that at a party the other night. Sorry, what? I got confused. <laughs> uh, I talk about Citizen Kane all the time. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just got lost there. The Did you know that I live in the inner west of Sydney? Like, <laughs> do you know that I drink organic wine? Guys, like, okay, awesome have I mentioned Orson Welles tonight? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you got me. No, um, but anyway, monster. Sorry, it is um incredibly slow moving as well. It is. So that information that you just said takes a while to trickle through. Yeah, it's about two or three episodes. Yeah, but it's um absolutely it's incredible if you let yourself get into it. But it's um definitely something I describe as a slow burn, long-term long rewarding, but you have to really give a lot of time to it. You really got to commit. And it's, it doesn't treat you like a fool. That's the thing. That's what I love about this show. And it does, it takes huge narrative risks in regards to all of a sudden, I think it's like episode 20, here's a new protagonist. Mm -hmm. You've never met him before. Don't worry about it. He's your protagonist now. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Where's Tenma? And he just disappears for like, seven or eight episodes yeah and then he's back and all and they link it all up it's it's quite phenomenal it's and it's very, quite different to anything else you've probably ever yeah, seen it's very sprawling i would very say sprawling. it's honestly like it's reading a book like the goldfinch or something like that yes yeah, like totally multiple kind of like very, it goes very for novelesque. years and years and years and years and so that's what makes it yeah, kind it of kinda unique kinda very sounds unique. like yeah dr Zhivago or something yeah totally yeah. actually very Oh, yeah, he's a doctor. That's, there you go. Oh, <laughs> Brett always has, like, the best Brett examples. We're like, why did I not think of that? But. This one's slightly different, but I just want to, again, I'm trying to 
shape the scope here, how different things can be within, you know, and it's a demographic. still technically a psychological thriller. Oh, very and, much like, so. and if you're going to go on like any of the websites, that uh, it will probably be like put it in the same category as Death Note, but they are incredibly different, oh, yeah. just pacing wise. Oh yeah. I'd say if you say like it's about, you know, it still is that cat and mouse kind of hunt thing with yes, Johan being like the ultimate kind of like bad guy. He has elements of supernatural things yeah. attributed to him, not not quite, but like there's always that kind of what is like he's almost not real, like, yeah, because he's, he's sort of almost an idea of something, which but they, they end up explaining. But there are lots of YouTube videos, you know, like the end of Monster Explained and like all this sort of stuff because there's a lot of questions at the end, you know, because it's such a moral conundrum and the whole thing is just so philosophically dense. And it's, yeah, to me it was like unbelievable. One of the more rewarding things I've ever watched. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully one of those three has tickled your fancy. Hope you like Cat and Mouse. <laughs> Hope you like Cat and Mouse stories and Nemesis conflicts. <laughs> <laughs> and just remind us what the uh, the genre of demograph is this week. This week, Seinen. 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 Yeah. And next week's Seinen? Next week's actually, we're probably going to jump into more of a shonen style with the sports anime. Okay. But they, they vary. Yeah. But generally, they're, they're more shonen-esque. Yep. In their no, I knew this was coming because you said Haikyuu, and this is one I've been really looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Especially after watching the tennis match in Death Note and realizing <laughs> yeah. I play tennis. You do? I love tennis, and there's this moment in Death Note where they're playing each other, and they're trying to work each other out, and that's what you do on the tennis court. Yeah. And, and that's what I love about anime is that in a that ability to go into internal monologue yes. and break down a moment or a second and and have it last yes. a thought process. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's um if you like tennis, there's plenty of uh tennis anime. There sure are. I bet there are. There's, there's even a baseball anime for you, There's one called ah. The Prince of Tennis. Yes. They're all just like hot boys a, playing tennis. You, when you say there's <laughs> a cricket anime, I am there. Don't worry. That's for us. That's for us to write for it. Don't worry. Don't anybody out there steal that idea. Or I, if, I reckon if you're you, safe. If you want to draw it, we'll write it. That's it. <laughs> we will sue you. Um, right. Thanks again, everybody. Love to chat. Have a good one. Watch some anime. Bye. Bye. Bye.